on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Not Giving a Puck with your host, Nick Scortino. So today, uh, a little bit of a, not necessarily a shorter show, but we're uh, going to continue the fantasy hockey. Um, we have some new stuff regarding the uh, top 10 deep sleeper picks, so if you're in one of those, um, you know, if you have a lot of people in your uh, fantasy hockey league then this will definitely this article will definitely help out with uh, in regards to that uh, we'll be also talking about rounds 5 and 6 and then I mean the uh, pretty biggest news that's come out uh, so far in the last week or two has been uh, Nazem Kadri has uh, agreed to a 7 year deal with the Calgary Flames so we'll dive into that as well and that um Canada will face uh, Finland in the World Hockey Junior title game. So, uh, before we dive into any of those uh, topics, we're going to take a short little break. And, uh, you know, as we've done this, you'll be able to listen to some of the uh, sponsors and uh, ads and stuff that we have here over at the Chop Sports uh, Podcast Network. So, um, without further ado, we'll be right back. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today, I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, Tax Preparation and Planning, Bookkeeping, Payroll, Retirement Planning, Insurance, Asset Protection, and even Life Settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. And welcome back. So, let's dive straight into... Nazem Kadri agreed to a seven-year deal with the Calgary Flames. So uh, this one I was not really expecting. Uh, I I genuinely thought that he was going to go to the Islanders because they had offered him seven years and everything like that, and he's going to be making average average annual uh, value of $7 million. And in order to make this work, the Flames then had to trade uh, Senator Sean Monaghan and a conditional 2025 first-round pick to the Montreal Canadiens for future considerations. So, Kadri, who we've talked about a few times so far in this show, uh, you know, had had a career-best 87 points to 71 games for the Colorado Avalanche last season. Um, in his 13-year career, uh, NHL career, he has 512 points in 739 games. So, obviously, those numbers really speak for themselves, and he is definitely one of those guys that can really help out your team because he plays with, uh, you know, a little bit of an edge. He's very physical, and, uh, you know, he's a very physical player, and it, it shows a lot by how he uh you know, just the way the style that he plays with, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, hell, he played with a broken thumb for 
the entire Stanley Cup Finals. So he's a really good add for Calgary. And honestly, some could really say Calgary might have gotten a little bit better out of all this. You know? I mean, you obviously, yes, you lose Johnny Gaudreau. That sucks. But you go, you get Jonathan Huberto for Matthew Kachuk and Mackenzie Weger, uh, who's a fantastic defenseman as well. And now you add Nazem Kadri. It sucks they did have to trade Sean Monahan, who's been a pretty uh, solid centerman for them. But you go and you sign Nazem Kadri, and they're uh, they're looking pretty pretty good. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, Calgary's definitely for a team that lost a few, uh, two of their main pieces. Some of the stuff and people they've added back into this uh, team have been outstanding. So. They, uh, they definitely are doing very well with that. And, um, you know, they, uh, yeah, they've really, uh, they really surprised me. I mean, I, I, I understand I'm starting to, uh, you know, ramble on a little bit, but I, I genuinely did not think that this was going to happen after they lost, um, Goudreau and Kachuk wanted to get traded. I did not think they were get Hubert Uyghur. And who, uh, Kadrian, there was one other person a part of the Matthew Kachuk deal, but still, they, uh, they've done a really good job. Honestly, I think, uh, Brad Tra- uh, Traveling definitely deserves a, uh, you know, round of applause for his plan B for letting Goudreau and Kachuk go. So, uh, moving on. We've got um, the Canadian team uh, topped the Czech Republic and will face Finland in the World Junior Hockey title game. So, um, you know, in that game, uh, Dylan Garland made 31 saves, Kent Johnson had a goal and two assists, and um, Canada won 5-2. to two. Um, They'll face Finland, and, um, you know, they, uh, it's definitely been fun to watch all of these young guys, uh, play and it'll be, uh, it'll be something really fun to watch, um, when that happens. And, you know, some of the, uh, breakout players during this, um, that have been playing in this, uh, championship have been, um, Emil Andre, a defenseman, uh, from Sweden, uh, he's a Philadelphia Flyers prospect, and he was the uh, lone consistent offensive presence for Sweden. Uh, he was leading them with eight goal, eight points, uh, four goals, and four assists, and averaging uh, 22 minutes uh, in ice time in six games. So very good, um, especially for the Flyers because the Flyers are, you know, <laughs> Flyers are rebuilding and retooling as they say so uh definitely good to have one of your prospects putting up those types of numbers in the uh tournament like this uh then we have uh, mason mctavish um from canada he um you know he's very highly touted um anaheim ducks prospect and he's the captain for this uh canadian team uh he has eight goals and 17 points in this tournament, and he tied Wayne Gretzky and Eric Lindros for the second most points by a Canadian player at the uh, WJC. 
and he's one point behind the record held by Dale McCourt and Braden Shen. So pretty cool for that. Um, and yeah, McTavish has been playing really well. Um, and Anaheim's definitely excited about him uh, helping with their future because obviously him and Trevor Zegers are two of the best prospects that they've had uh, in a very long time. So really not much more you can talk about that. So then moving forward, we have uh, Jan or Jan uh, Mysik forward from uh, the Czech. I probably might have said it wrong, but, um, you know, he's a Montreal uh, Canadian prospect. He has led the uh, Czech on ice with eight points, five goals, three assists, and he has also been the Czech's captain. He... um, uh, he scored three straight goals uh, in the Czechs' win against the United States. Uh, the United States, unfortunately, had lost 4-2. to um, And, you know, a lot of people have just been saying he's an amazing leader, and that's there's really not, not much more you can ask for, especially in a, a young guy like that. So good for, uh, good for the Canadians, who are, who are honestly building a uh, very, you know, they have a very good young core that they're building right now, especially getting uh, Slavkovsky, and you know now they have uh, Mysik from the Czech, so it's good for them. Uh, then we have uh, Atu uh, Rati, a uh, forward from Finland. He's a New York Islander, Islanders prospect, but uh, he wasn't invited to the tournament in December, but he played a uh, key role uh, when it restarted because obviously this tournament tried to happen in December but COVID and everything else uh, postponed it till now so he w- he's been the uh, the center on Finland's best line and he has 10 points three goals seven assists so really not much you can ask, not much more you can ask for out of that he's been an uh, outstanding uh, assist machine for Finland and you know, Finland does definitely has a um, Finland definitely has a hard uh, challenge ahead of them of trying to uh, defeat Canada. So, and uh, honestly, this is good for Islanders fans. Um, they need they really need something to be excited about, uh, based off of how this off season has gone so far for them. But you know, it's really good to see these types of uh, players playing the way that they have so the final player on this list is Alan Zellweger he's a defenseman from Canada the Ducks prospect made the uh, tournament all-star team after uh, leading all defensemen with 11 points, 2 goals, 9 assists it's the most points by a defenseman at the WJC since Alex Petrangelo had 12 and he had uh, 3 goals, 9 assists for Canada in 2010 so he's one point behind Petrangelo and Brian McCabe for uh, most points in a WJC by a Canadian defenseman. So very good for um, very good for them. Uh, Connor Bedard, who is the projected number one overall twenty three uh, number one overall pick in the twenty twenty three uh, NHL draft, said that he's crazy good and his skill in skating and his deception are unreal. And he said uh, <laughs> he said. I'll just watch his highlights sometimes for enjoyment. So the Ducks definitely have another good prospect in their uh, p- 
pipeline with this guy. Uh, he seems to be playing very well, and he may be. Who knows? Um, who knows what might happen this year? If he's playing like this, they may uh, they may give him a call up. So now going into some more free agency news. The Carolina Hurricanes um, signed veteran center Paul Stastny. So uh, the 36-year-old gets a one-year, $1.5 million contract. That will be for what will be his 17th season in the league. Um, but, you know, he's a very consistent and durable uh, second or third line uh, center for the team. And they, uh, you know, they need to do something because losing uh, Max Pacioretty to an Achilles tendon injury is definitely uh, – Definitely sucks. Uh, you know, you just traded for him, and now he's going to be out for uh, around six months. Could be a little bit longer, depending on the severity of the of the of it and how long it takes to rehab. So, but Stastny's definitely a good good player um, for that. Not necessarily for that, but it, it's good to have that type of you know veteran who knows the league, knows what needs to be done. Uh, pretty good to have that type of guy in your lineup, and you know he he wants a chance to win, so you you can't really beat that. And Carolina is definitely a good team, and maybe he's one of the pieces that can help them get over the hump. So good signing by them. Uh, I really think that is a good signing. Shores up their uh, center position. So uh, then we have uh, the New York Islanders finally made some moves. Uh, they have re- they have signed Noah Dobson and Alex Romanoff to three-year contracts, and they announced the signing of forward uh, Kiefer Bellows to a one-year deal. All three were restricted free agents. Um, the contract terms were not uh, available. So, but um, you know, they uh, they're well Romanov they traded for. Uh, Dobson and Bellows have been uh, two guys that they've drafted and. Have come up through their uh, system, so good for them to uh, you know keep those guys around. And uh, obviously, they were going to sign uh, Romanov. You wouldn't trade for a guy unless you weren't going to uh, re-sign him. <laughs> but you know, the Islanders make moves. Uh, still, kind of head-scratching moves in a sense, just because they haven't done anything really, and. Still makes you wonder what their long-term plan is because some of these other teams have made some real big strides in addressing areas of need, and I don't think the Islanders have. So uh, you, it's really uh, confusing. Uh, I think is the right word to call what the Islanders have been doing. But you know they were in, they were apparently in for Johnny Gaudreau, but uh, Gaudreau screwed over everyone and went over to uh, Columbus. So, And they were in for Nazem Kadri, and he went and uh, is now going to be playing in Calgary. So really makes you wonder what uh, Lou Lamorello's plan is for the, uh, for the future of this uh, team. Uh, finally, before we get into fantasy hockey news, um, Montreal Canadiens uh, general manager Kent Hughes says that Goaltender Carey Price could miss season with knee injuries. So this is just a very unfortunate, um, it's a very unfortunate timeline and uh, everything that's happened so far with Carey Price in the last season or two. But 
There is uh, not much you can do uh, when you're a goalie and you have a knee injury. It sucks. And um, if the uh, if he is out for the whole season, it is definitely going to suck for the Canadians who are trying to rebound from their terrible year that they've had last year. And they've uh, they've made pretty big strides in that, drafting Slavkovsky. Uh, they acquired Kirby Doc, and now they just acquired Sean Monahan. So they've definitely been very active uh, in that regard. But to lose your all-star goalie, and honestly, even though Carey Price is 35 years old, he's uh, he's a very, very good goalie. And it's, um, you know, unfortunate. But hopefully they could get him back um, this season. He'll definitely help out, but you know you can't do much uh, when you're a goalie and you have to uh, you have an unfortunate knee injury. So, well, not much you can do about it. I know just about every single thing about goalie woes being a Devils fan. So I get it, Montreal Canadian fans. It sucks, and you know you just got to weather the storm on this one. <laughs> Not much, not much else you could do. So now we're going to be transitioning into fantasy hockey. So before we get into the uh, rounds, I believe I said five and six of this mock draft. We're going to we're going to get into ten deep sleeper picks for uh, the late rounds in some drafts. So um, starting this list would be. Oliver Bjorkstrand and Andre Burakovsky. So both uh, are now in Seattle, and they're definitely two guys that would help um, rookie center Matty Bern- uh, Berniers. And, you know, they also have Shane Wright, they have Jared McCann, and they have Yanni Gord. So those uh, centers would definitely help out Bjorkstrand and Burakovsky. Uh, I can easily see why they're at the top of this list, but. Um, definitely interesting uh, players, and they're uh, two guys that you should really keep your eye on, not only in fantasy but throughout the regular season. Because Berg- uh, Bjorkstrand definitely uh, has a change of scenery with uh, getting moved to Seattle, um, and it was especially too because he uh, he his contract needed to be uh, shedded so they could sign um, Patrick Line, and Burkowski, uh Kind of the same situation, but he was a free agent, and Colorado couldn't resign him. So uh, I think it was very good for Seattle to uh, get both those guys, and it'll be uh, really cool to see who they have center the lines with them, and who uh, who and you know just how they play in a new setting. So moving forward down this list, we have Gustav Forsling from uh, Florida. So. He is uh, probably going to be on the top pair with um, Aaron Ekblad this season because, obviously, as we said, um, you know, uh, Mackenzie Weger was traded. I don't know why that took me so long to get out, but with Mackenzie Weger being traded, um, you know, he's definitely going to get an elevated uh, role in that uh, blue line with Florida. So... Definitely a guy to keep your eye on. Um, scrolling down, we have Anton Forsberg, uh, goalie for Ottawa. So he was 
Um, a very underrated option at the, uh, at the goalie position last year. He had an NHL career best, uh, 22 wins in 46 games, and a .917 save percentage with one shutout. So they uh, they the Senators made some pretty good moves this season so far too. They acquired Cam Talbot to be a uh, you know they're probably their starting goalie. And Forsberg is a very good backup goalie, and there should be a, a timeshare option for uh, the, both of them. And they also tra- the Ottawa also traded for Alex Brinkett, and they signed uh, Claude Giroux. So there's definitely a lot of uh, things going forward for the um, Ottawa Senators and uh, Forsberg definitely uh, could have some uh, some very big impact on that roster so continuing we have Ross Colton uh, from the Tampa Bay Lightning he uh, pretty much played in the bottom six uh, last season and he was tied for uh, fifth in the NHL and five on five goals per 60 minutes which is 1.39 um, and that's with a minimum 40 games and, you know, Andre Palat signed with the New, New Jersey Devils this season, so Colton can definitely uh, fill one of the top-line uh, wing spots. And he'd have some pretty good players to play with if he plays up there. Uh, you know, he'd have Kucherov, uh, Braden Point, Steven Stamkos. Obviously, those three guys are fantastic players for Tampa Bay. And to get that type of, uh, you know, experience can uh, really help out in your uh, career. Um, continuing, we have Arturi Lekkinen. Um, he's a, the Avalanche wing was a, was very productive during the uh, uh, postseason. Uh, he was acquired by, uh, from the Montreal Canadiens last season, and he could, um, you know, he could be, uh, what's it called? I don't know. <laughs> Having, he could have a very good, Center in JT, JT, uh, Comprere and Alex Newhook, um, filling in that role. And he'd definitely be a, he's definitely one of the more valuable wingers, uh, in Colorado right now behind, uh, what's his face? Not Miko Ranton. Obviously, well, he's behind Miko Ranton, but, um, the Chuskin. There we go. So pretty good for uh, pretty good for Colorado, and he, he is definitely Colorado. Uh, most Colorado players, it's going to be interesting to see how they pan out, just because they you know lost Kadri and they lost Kemper, but we'll uh, we'll see how Colorado pans out next season. Um, continuing down, so we have a few other players left on this list that would be. Uh, Dylan Strom. Uh, so this one is pretty much because he is now not on uh, Chicago. He signed a one-year contract with the Washington Capitals, and he um, he had NHL career highs in goals and power power play points. So he had uh, 22 goals, 16 power play points, and shots on goal with 120 uh, 126. And that was all at the Chicago Blackhawks last season. And he pretty much played on the top line with uh, Patrick Kane and Brinkett. So, obviously, he played, uh, you know, pretty, it's pretty good. But he joins Washington where um, he's definitely going to help fill the hole left by uh, Nicholas Backstrom, who is out uh, long term uh, with he just had hip surgery. So he could play 
alongside DJ Oshie, Anthony, uh, Anthony Mantha, Connor Brown, and maybe even Tom Wilson, who I really hate, but, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Tom Wilson is out, though, with uh, knee surgery, and he's not expected to be start for the ready, uh, be ready for the start of the season. So, uh, you know, he uh, he might benefit from playing in Washington. So he is definitely another player that I think, if you're going to pick him up in fantasy, would definitely uh, benefit you long term because uh, playing with guys like Ovi and the other guys that I just stated would definitely help him out a lot more than if you were to stay in Chicago. Um, so now we have Mason Marchment from... Dallas. Uh, he signed a four-year contract with the Dallas Stars on July 13th. Uh, he had an NHL career high in points, which was uh, 47 points in 54 games with the Florida Panthers last season. Um, he pretty much played on the. Th- uh, he always played on the uh, third line of Florida, and he ranked third in the NHL in five-on-five uh, points per 60 minutes. So. That's behind uh, Johnny Gaudreau and Mitch Marner, who are two fantastic players. But he is definitely going to benefit from playing with Tyler Sagan uh, a lot this year. And Dallas is uh, one of those teams that we're going to need to watch this year because they uh, they made a run to the playoffs this year and they uh, almost advanced to the, uh, the next round. But you know they just couldn't stop Calgary, unfortunately. And I think now Marchman definitely helps that helps them out in that sense. Um, so we've got two other guy, uh, two guys left on this list. Uh, one being Yegor Sharangovich, my guy. Love Yegor. Um, he's a very good player for the Devils. Um, he had the second most five on five goals per sixty minutes, uh, which is behind frequent center uh, line mate Jack Hughes over the past two seasons combined. And he could shatter his uh, NHL career high. High point total from last season if um, him and Hughes stay healthy for a full season and they'll also have uh, Dawson Mercer or uh, Alexander Holtz on that line somewhere as well so a lot to be excited for about Jaeger Sharangovich uh, and what might happen this season with the Devils uh, as a whole uh, final player on this list is Lawson Kraus who he had an NHL career high in goals last season um and end in points uh he unfortunately missed the final 16 games of the season with a broken hand but he's expected to be ready uh for the start of the season after signing a five-year contract uh august 8th and he was also one of the most underrated fantasy players uh in the nhl because of his strong hits coverage um so he led the coyotes with uh, 181 and that meant he got 2.8 points per game so or 2.8 hits per game, something like that. So, but still, good guy to have. Very big physical winger for Arizona, and uh, should be should be fun seeing how they play in um, what's it called? Uh, in college, technically. <laughs> so, uh, finally, we are diving. In, we're getting right into the third or the final topic of. This episode, which is rounds five and six of this mock draft of fantasy hockey. So, starting with round five, uh, pick 49 was Chris Otang, 
pretty good uh, defenseman. Had a very good year last year and uh, just re-signed with Pittsburgh. So they're going to run it back again. Uh, definitely benefits by playing in Pittsburgh with Crosby and all them. So he's uh, he's a good pick, especially at 49. Uh, Jack Eichel at 50. So this one's a little interesting. And I don't mean it in terms of Jack Eichel's not good. I mean it in terms of he didn't see a lot of Jack Eichel last year after he got had that uh, surgery. Uh, I believe it was he got an artificial disc put into his neck. So he didn't have to get anything fused, which was uh, smarter on his part just because the whole neck fusing thing does not work. Well, it works, but it is, uh, it's definitely a lot tougher to become the player you want to be. And Jack Eichel has been a fantastic star player in the NHL, and we'll see how a full season of Jack Eichel looks next season, uh, next year in Vegas. Um, then we have Brent Burns. Uh, good changes uh, scenery for him. Goes into a winning situation with uh, Carolina. So definitely could be a little bit more uh, useful uh, this year. Uh, Jason Robertson uh, at 52. Then Claude Giroux at 53. Marc-Andre Fleury at 54. Elias uh, Patterson at 55. Elias Lindholm at 56. Philip Forsberg at 57. Um, Jacob Markstrom at 58. Brad Marchand at 59. Devin Taves at 60. So uh, out of those guys I just named, um, I think... Pedersen is, would probably be... I think Pedersen should be a little bit lower. I think Devin Tave should be a little bit higher. Uh, just because Pedersen didn't really show too much last season. And Devin Tave has been a very consistent defenseman for Colorado. Since they acquired him from the New York Islanders. Um, Markstrom, that's going to be an interesting goalie situation. Just because you don't know if he's going to be able to replicate the type of regular season he had in Calgary. And uh, Phil Forsberg, I think, will be pretty consistent with Nashville. Um... So that wraps up round five. So round six, we've got Josh Norris from Ottawa at 61. Sergey Borowski at 62. Darcy Kemper at 63. Evgeny Malkin at 64. Evander Kane at 65. Patrice Bergeron at 66. Vladimir Tarasenko at 67. Kevin Fiala at 68. Joe Pavelski at 69. And then... Mark Shifley at 70, Morgan Riley at 71, and Evgeny Kuznetsov at 72. So that is round six. I think, um, I personally think that Bobrovsky should be lower on this list. I do not think he should have been drafted over Darcy Kemper. I understand Darcy Kemper hasn't necessarily been proven. Well, he, he proved last year. You know, he did help Colorado win that, that cup, but... I, Bobrovsky has been very inconsistent the last few seasons, and I do do not I don't know why he was drafted this high in the sixth round. I think you could have easily, if you wanted him that badly, you could have easily waited for him. Uh, Evgeny Malkin definitely don't know what uh, if he's going to be hurt at all uh, before the start of the season because that seemed to happen in the last few uh, few years. Uh, Vander Kane. Little bit of a reach. I would have, I would have uh, preferred Tarasenko or Fiala over him, just because, yeah, he's going to be in Edmonton the whole year now, and you don't have to wait for him to come there for half a season. But I'm not really buying it all. 
Um, Bergeron, I think that's pretty good right there, and uh, right there where he is at 66. Um, good veteran center for Boston, the captain, and you know he might get you some pretty good fantasy points. Um, then uh, Shifley at 70, I think is. Uh, pretty good steal uh Sheffield has been has can be a very good center uh just really depends how the Jets play this season uh Joe Pavelski could uh could also have a little bit more value this year um Dallas did make it to the playoffs last year and they're probably going to be trying to make it close to that um again and Morgan Raleigh's uh, been a fantastic defensive for Toronto so uh very good getting up towards the end of the round. And then Evgeny Kuznetsov uh, can, is, can be a fantastic uh, centerman for Washington. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Washington does everything with Backstrom being out long term. So that, um, that pretty much wraps everything up this week. So um, – we're going to dive more into this uh, mock draft again next week. And, you know, we'll uh, see what happens from there, see what news breaks and anything like that. So thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a great day.